This episode of the Golf Gaming Podcast on the Sports Gaming Podcast Network is presented to you by Shady Rays. SGPN is teaming up with Shady Rays for Shady May. Get 50% off your Shady Rays using promo code SGPN, and then go to sportsgamingpodcast.com slash shady for your chance to win 500 bucks. Hey, and we're also brought to you by Edge Boost. Edge Boost enables you to double your bet with no interest. Go to sportsgamingpodcast.com slash edge to get started today. All right, DJs, welcome back. It's going to be a complete shit show. It's uh, your boy, Boston Capper, with the God of Golf himself, Steve Shermer. It's DFS and predictions and whatever's going to happen with special guests, Andy Lack and Brian Kirster. Boys, let's get to it. Yeah, it's an honor to be joined by you guys. Hey, I was diving into some Oak Hill research today. Um, did you guys know... Rory's wife is from Rochester. I had no idea. No idea. No. It's the first to hear of it. Hate the breaking news sounder. You can't have like a bigger connection to a course than Rory this week. Like there I mean, is no way you can be closer <laughs> and like more involved with a piece of property than Rory McIlroy at Oak Hill. I mean, he was basically born on like the 13th green. Like mm-hmm. it's just, there's no way around it this week. It yeah, supersedes so he, the Cam Young home game narrative. Yeah. Like that, yep. so that, that's so, forgotten about now. So here's the thing about Rochester, by the way, is that anytime there's any connection to like any sort of like professional sports team or like anything like that, we just go nuts about it. So the media has been all over this story for probably about six months at this point. As have the members. Yes. As as the members and yeah, all probably 225,000 people are there going to show up this week. Uh, Sorry, Cam Young. You're not the hometown hero. It's uh, it's Rory this week. Uh, It's all going to be him. All right. Think Cam Young is from Rochester though. I was going to ask you about that. Was why I was going to respond to Wiley's tweet. He's got to be trolling, right? Wiley's trolling, correct? With no, I think Wiley thinks Cam Young is from Rochester. <laughs> I was going to respond, but I was like, uh, I don't want to be that guy. It's got to be a troll. <laughs> Maybe yeah, Rochester, Rochester, Westchester. You know, it's all the same difference. So yeah. All right. Well, we uh, have a hard stop because somebody uh, in this chat wants to go for a little stroll. Uh, get in touch with his, uh, you know, inner hippie, you know, inner soul and everything like that. I get it. You know, you're from California. That's what yeah. happens. It's beautiful out there. So why don't we just cut right to the chase? It's well, it's the long hair now too. So he's taking <laughs> he's taking long walks on the beach at night. He's growing his fucking hair out. Yes, he's getting that good cush out in fucking Cali, man. He is absolutely fucking living his best life out there. Hey, you guys can laugh, but how many steps do you guys average a day on your iPhone? You can check on the health app. <laughs> talk I mean, to me, talk to me when enough. you average 14k. Well, okay. listen, how many, how many, it probably takes me like 50 steps to get to my backyard to smoke. I smoke a pack <laughs> and a half a day. So yeah, that could add up pretty that, quick. That adds up pretty quick. Um, I, I average very little steps. I'm not a huge, huge go for a walk guy. Um, but I'm jealous of you, Andy, that you, uh, you get some steps in, you get the scenic views around you and, uh, I know it's good for your mental health and uh, walks are great. Honestly, we're going to be doing a lot of walking a lot of this walking. weekend. Yes. yes. Yeah. And, and Andy's also just terrified and just psychotic about te- being terrified that his body's going to break down. Like, cause he gets a couple aches and pains at this young age. So I know he's I just getting like getting, yoga. I just, I just like getting out in front of things. Like, I just think it's smart to get out in front of things. I care a lot about, you know, I worry about, Yes, injury in golf. I worry about, you know, my dad has back problems. A lot of we've seen a lot of golf swings decay because of back problems. So yeah, I'm cognizant of that stuff. And 
and I pay attention to all of it and you guys can laugh and I'm going to be shooting my age at 75. Yeah. Listen, it's, it's not a pure jealousy that I, I have horrible habits. I literally went to the range Sunday. Steve is when I text. No, not Sunday, Saturday. And I, I think I'm pretty sure I pulled my fucking groin just, just doing a range session with my two little girls. So I didn't even hit the whole bucket. So yeah. not to, not to derail us too much. Steve's like, Jesus Christ. Um, but I Listen, was, I, I, I put up with last night's show. This is a cake. Yeah. Well, I was, I was legit fine. drunk last night. That was like, I, I drink on the show. just like a Sunday day drink. Like well, just it was mother's vibing. day. It was okay, mother's day. You're so not a mother. So I'm no, I know. Sure. So I was hanging out with my wife and we were having drinks. We were playing board games with my okay. uh, 19 year old. And so my you were entertaining your wife and thus you got a little wasted. Yeah. I didn't realize I got on the show and I was like, oof. I might be drunk. Yeah. Well, I was, li- I was listening to that episode um, this morning, um, and uh, you guys were talking about playing on Thursday. Yeah. And I'm now I'm like super jealous of that that I'm not getting in till late on Thursday because I would have loved to play with you guys. Yeah, we're uh, we're gonna go to my club. Uh, I'm hoping it's in a little better condition Flex. than it was in April. So that's right. uh, that's it's not all that fancy. But uh no, I mean, you know, uh I'll go with Capper, uh, my other buddies coming down from Watertown and then um our producers, yeah. Play a little golf on Thursday, go to the PGA on Friday, we'll have our event. It'll be uh it'll be definitely a good time. Now so. you said now I saw it said beer and wine. Do they not offer gin? No, I'm going to have to hit the pen. No, and honestly, away. based on your conduct last night, it's probably a good thing. I'd like to continue yeah. going. It's because I ran out of gin and I had to switch the vodka. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I don't, I think they're like the same alcohol content. Really You're the same. There. No, I drink sap. Well, actually the gin's more because sapphire is like 94 or 96 or something like that. And the vodka's like 80. <laughs> All right. Well, you know what? We're actually up against an ad break. So why don't we take a quick break and then let's start getting into Oakhill. All right. So SGPN is excited to announce an exclusive early access partnership with Edge Boost, the world's first bet now and pay later Visa card. Similar to a buy now, pay later programs like Affirm and Afterpay, Edge Boost enables you to double your bet with no interest and pay back the advance over four equal weekly installments. That's right, 0% interest. Simply deposit the funds into your account and Edge Boost will match the deposit so you can use two times the funds on any legal sports bet betting site. Uh, Edge currently offers up to 2500 bucks in advances as you build a repayment history. Uh, yep. And uh, with this offer, uh, the first 500 SGPN users will start with a $1,000 advance limit and the next 2500 users will start at 500 So go to sportsgamingpodcast.com slash edge to sign up today. That's sportsgamingpodcast.com slash edge. You must be 20. 20- one years or older to use only valid in legal gambling states. If you have a gambling problem, call 1 800 Gambler. Okay. All right. Let's get into Oak Hill. So, Andy and Brian, I want to start you off with a question. Uh, so, you know, there's a lot of content about Oak Hill uh, going down right now. Uh, Andy said the numbers are really good. Uh, you know, it seems like probably the general narrative is that this seems to be a lot longer, tougher, well, beefier than it was in 2013. But, you know, Brian, why don't I start with you? Um, what do you think, based on your research with Oak Hill and everything you've done, what do you think there's one thing about Oak Hill that maybe you don't think enough people are talking about? Um, you're putting me in a really tough spot, um, <laughs> kind of being on a pod with Andy and Steve. I think two people that are yeah. some of the most knowledgeable people about the course. Um, Andy, I haven't played this course. Um, Steve being a caddy there, I just watched your flyover <laughs> with the holes. I thought that was really great. Um, learned a lot. Um, so you guys have been excellent on kind of dissecting the course. So 
for me to kind of come out and like make predictions about the course, like that's not really what I'm in the business so of you're, doing. You're punting but, the but, question. He's but, it. I would have done the but, same thing. I would have just said whatever you're but, like. But the thing that I am most interested in recently about the course um, is that Vegas has put out their over under of the winning score. And mm. it was at 10 and a half, um, mm. like winning mm. score. So I, after kind of watching the flyover that Golf Digest put out, hearing everything about the course, I was more under the impression that four to six might get it done. But honestly, based off that, based off like kind of the wind forecast, like it doesn't seem like it's going to be super windy, maybe a little rain going into Sunday. I think that I'm kind of moving my expectations a little bit towards maybe seven to ten under being the winning score this week. So my take right now, based on the Vegas line and some things I'm looking at, I would say it might be a little bit easier than um, I was kind of thinking at the beginning of the week. But again, could, could be totally wrong on that. Yeah, I mean, like, I, I think sometimes we, when we break down a new golf course, especially one that's been recently renovated, maybe sometimes we kind of glorify it a little too much as far as what the difficulty is. And then we sometimes we forget that, you know, these guys are in the top 0.00001% of yeah. golfers in the entire planet. And, you know, sometimes it doesn't really matter what you throw at them. They're still going to find a way to get around and get birdies and get pars and, you know, overcome the adversity. So, Andy, why don't I kick it over to you? What do you think there's one thing about Oak Hill that you feel like not enough people are maybe talking about? Well, I would still say just on what you guys were talking about, just real quick, I would still ride that under Brian. Mm-hmm. I mean, this golf course is objectively harder than Southern Hills. There's way yeah. more law. The greens are smaller than Southern Hills. There's a ton of collection areas now too. Uh, the bunkers are just as difficult as Southern Hills. It's a tougher driving course than Southern Hills. The fairways are way more narrow than Southern Hills and Southern Hills was one at 500 par. So I actually, like, if you're asking me right now, I would say five under, but I would stick to five under. I mean, we'll see as the weather conditions get closer to the course, but no, I mean, everyone now is there with content. I've tuned in to way more content uh, on this golf tournament than I do usually because I'm going to invest a lot of money in DraftKings. So I really want to know what people are saying. Um, it looked like for a little bit that people were going to actually compare this to what happened in 2013. <laughs> and, and I was kind of hoping for that because I thought that would be really funny, but no cooler heads have prevailed. A lot of great content out there. Um, appreciate all who have checked out my stuff. Fried eggs, put out some great stuff. I don't think that the narrative this week, there's any uh, glaring inconsistencies from what I'm seeing. I think that there are still ways to find players. There are a lot of players that I like that I don't think will be popular at all. So maybe it's just the way that I'm putting my numbers together. Um, But I, I do think that my approach distances that I went through, I feel really good about those. I would take distance over accuracy here. Um, these greens are really small um, and there's going to be pin positions on the corners of them. And a lot of, you know, a lot of iron shots now, like a lot of the edges of the greens, obviously they've been flattened out from the restoration, 
but the balls are, you know, it's going to be hard to land balls on these greens. I, I really do believe that the greens and regulation percentage is going to be really low this week, like lower than the masters. The masters has greens on average, almost double the size of Oak Hill and Oak Hill is going to have just as many long iron shots than the masters. So I think the greens and regulation percentage is going to be like comically low. And so that obviously leads to short game being important of importance as well. But I, I don't, from what I've heard, um, hopefully cause it's, they're checking out Steve stuff and my stuff, but there hasn't, it's been a little take plagiarization. I would say, as I was talking <laughs> to Brian today on the, the old Twitter machine, um, I take it as a compliment. It's okay. But, um, you know, everyone's on the winged foot Beth page oh, yeah. thing now. Oh, yeah. There's not, a, you know, <laughs> so, um, no, I don't see any glaring inconsistencies that I am completely off market from what a lot of other people are saying. Brian, what's, what's the juice? What's, what's the, do you know what the juice is? What's the juice on that for the under? Uh, I think it's just, I think it would be even money. Let's all bet that together. It's, um, I'm going to bet that too. I'll bet that for sure. Um, yeah. It's that guy. It's like, his name is literally golf odds. Like he does. Oh, it's uh, Jeff, Jeff Sherman. Yeah. Jeff Sherman. He, he put it out. Um, so again, I, I don't know. I would think that Vegas would be a little bit smarter than just taking the over under of the 2013 score. Uh, but I do think it will be, um, will be pretty interesting. And I, I agree with, with Andy because Southern Hills, I, I think this is a tougher test. And then that yeah. was only five minus five got you into um, a playoff, but yeah. looking at everything, looking at the amount of long irons, I think there are just like four or five insanely tough holes. Um, this week that I, it won't even be a long run. It'd be like a, a five wood for some of these guys coming into the, uh, the par three. So um, I hope it's going to be extremely difficult. I want to see these guys hit a lot of long irons, um, especially in person. I want to see these guys struggle. So I'm extremely excited and I'm hoping the winning score is more towards that minus four, minus five, than minus seven, minus eight. Yeah, I mean, I mean, like if, if Vegas really set the over under on the winning score ten and a half based on what happened in twenty thirteen, I mean that's off base. Uh, the yeah. green regulation rate in twenty thirteen was sixty percent because these are a lot of shorter approach shots. Now you get fifty percent of your shots over one seventy five with pretty thick rough. You got the hummocks in off the fairway too. Like if there's really, you know, even if you're, you know, maybe I have a good lie like in the rough. If you're on the downslope of one of those things. That can be kind of a nightmare. Uh, and yeah, just having longer approach shots in general, the green regulation rate is going to go down. And obviously yeah. scoring is going to go down. And you, know, you look at some of these par fives, if you're out of position on number four, you're not getting to the green. Uh, number 13 is a three-shot hole. There's not really, when I did my hole-by-hole hole preview, there's not a ton of opportunities for birdies. I think the best yeah. part, best place is probably 12 through 14. The short par four, the par five, and the 14th there. I mean, you know, there, if as long as you hit the fairway, you have a wedge in hand, albeit to elevated greens on all of them. But that's really, I think, what you got to really take advantage of the course. Otherwise, I think it's just survive and hold on. And, yeah. you know, and even like some of these green size surrounds, if you miss a green, you know, but based on some of the grass changes they had to it, these bunkers. Like if you're just caught up against the lip, it might have an awkward stance. Like it might not even matter how good of a bunker player you are. There could be some luck involved in that. So yeah, I, I just think it's really hold on dear life. Uh, I agree with Andy. Uh, I think distance is definitely a big edge this week. Although I don't think you can just spray it everywhere. I think Andrew Green put some little things off the fairway to kind of really mess with some guys. Chocolate drops on seventeen. 
Yeah, or like you know, oh. on, on one, on ten, they're all over the place. Excellent. Like even if you like, even like on number four, like there's the bunkers over on the right there. If you miss those, there's a bunch of mounds over on the right there. Like mm-hmm. it's just they're all over the place. And I, I think there was a lot of thought put in between putting all that stuff in. Uh, I think there was a lot of thought put in with all the trees that they took out, like the strategic ones around there. I, I just think I think it's gonna be just a stern test overall, and I'm really looking forward to it. All right. So, yeah, I, yeah, we have time for a second. So, we have a couple funny questions uh, from. Yeah, the people chat. are. First, yeah. you guys are coming for my watch. Yes, which is 100% now you guys correct, are, Jack. Now, you guys are coming for my water jug. What's it next? Is you guys are going to start slandering Erwan, too? I mean, it's, it's just. It's a hard yeah, I'll send it. I'll send The hair, the hair first, then the watch, then the water jug. <laughs> Unbelievable. And then. So uh, Jay wants to know uh, what you think BK would shoot. I at. said I would shoot 170, like from the tips. Like I replied yeah, to PGA, fair. so like I'm not like gonna be dogged on for my golfing ability when I said I would shoot um, 170. But maybe from like the member state, if I'm ever lucky enough to to get to OK, I'd probably shoot like 120. Maybe well, you I know would... you know a member. Just yeah, well you know I, I you know I gotta work, man. You know I gotta <laughs> work to get that invite. So I'm hoping maybe one day. Uh, but yeah, I'll go 120 from the member states, maybe. Yeah. Okay, I think that's and, fair. and the course breakdowns are nice. Both of you guys have spent like I don't know seven and a half hours breaking the course down. They could go click on those and go listen to those fucking podcasts for that. So all right, yeah. all right. Well, let's take another break then, and then uh, let's start breaking down these players. All right, last ad read, boys. So listen, Shady Rays is teaming up with SGPN for Shady Made. Not only do you get an amazing fifty percent off, but you also get the chance to win five hundred bucks. Shady Rays have you covered from the sun to the slopes with premium polarized shades, customizable snow goggles, and much more. Shady Rays have durable frames, extremely clear optics for outdoor adventures, and that's not all. They offer the most insane protection all of eyewear. Every pair of sunglasses is backed by lost and broken replacements. If you break or lose a pair, even on day one, they told you those, they told us they'd send you a brand new pair. No questions asked, so you can wear your Shady Rays with confidence because they got your back long after purchase. And if you don't like them, you can exchange them for a new pair or return them for free within the first 30 days. There's no risk when you shop with Shady Rays. Uh, and for our international listeners, Shady Rays has you covered as well with shipping to Canada, Australia, New Zealand, and the UK. Go to ShadyRays.com and use code SGPN for 50% off two or more pairs of polarized sunglasses. Then take your receipt to sportsgamepodcast.com slash Shady for your chance to win 500 bucks in the Shady May contest. All right, Andy, you said you were coming in hot. I mean, I, I don't, were you just talking about your locks and how you're looking, or did you have like a hot take? I mean, is Rory winning by five a hot take? Now, that is the fucking absurd. All right, Kershaw, we can go on mute right now. We'll just let them talk for about <laughs> half hour. No, it's that's absolutely absurd. Uh-huh. Make your case. Make your case. For Rory? Yeah, by five wanna, fucking shots. You guys want to do this now? Yeah, I mean, why not? Why not? I mean, like right now with ownership, he's above everybody about ten thousand dollars. He's the second least projected. So yeah, right. I think it's why don't we just jump right into Rory at that point? Yeah, I mean he's the best play over ten thousand dollars. He's the best course fit. He is a better he's a way better bunker player than Scotty Scheffler. He's a way better bunker player than John Rahm. He's has the longest carry distance on the PGA tour. His long irons are better than Scheffler's and close up there with Rahm's. He's the best bent grass putter of the three of them as well. And he's the lowest owned. So why wouldn't you play him? And he also doesn't need form to win either. I went back and looked at 
I mean, you can find Rory has enough. Of, there's enough of sample size with Rory where it's, you know, you can find anything at this point. Um, but I, I just think that people are so off the set and it just, it brings me with, it fills me with joy. Like it, it literally, like I have experienced, like I've almost tweeted like six different times, but I already have enough. Like I have, you know, thousands of dollars at this yeah, point. Even booking in, action from people. Right? I, have, even, I have thousands of dollars invested in Rory beating Brooks Kepka this week at even money when Brooks is a plus 140 dog. So I don't know what the fuck people are doing. That's just a stupid bet. You people just are wait stupid. Till Monday. Yeah. You just wait till Monday and get Brooks at plus 140. If you really like Brooks, like I'll take Rory at even money. Is that a matchup lose. that are, are on books like that? I haven't is, looked yeah. yet, but they're next to it each is. other on the odds okay. board. Brooks is yeah. 18 to that one right sense. now. So yeah, yeah definitely. Right. So you keep saying he's the perfect course fit. This course is built for him. Okay, so why isn't it built for Rom? I I like Rom. I I think Rom's dangerous as shit this week. Right. You just can't play them all, and I like Rory more. I know. I'm just saying that you are so you admittedly very stubborn, right? Very stubborn. You have this take since December. He has looked like dog shit. And I, I, it's not about form. Like mm-hmm. he is mentally. And listen, I know this is a, is a horrible. Really? Are we? Do you want to do the mental thing? That's what because I'm saying. Like I just can, love. Can I couch it? So many people can like I couch psychoanalyze it? Yeah. Listen, listen. It's a very dangerous game. But let me. I'm going to put it to you this way, right? Because it is. It's it's stupid to try to psychoanalyze a golfer. You have no idea what's going on in their life. Whatever. However, body language and things like that. When you're watching a basketball game or mm-hmm. a football game. You do look at these guys and you're like, oh, fuck, his head's not in it. Or there's something wrong with whoever today, right? Brady, whatever. Mm-hmm. He's chucking a fucking iPad across the sidelines. You're like, great, mm-hmm. right? He, this is the same guy who flew in a fucking shrink before the Masters because he's so in his own head about it. Like, mm-hmm. and, and I, like once again, it's dumb to try to do it, but it's enough for me when I think Rory, Rom, and Scotty can all tear apart the same type of courses that I way higher ownership and a much higher price and way worse odds in the betting market. That's, that's fine. And Rory at 14 was surprising. I thought the cowards were still hanging at 10. I really did think they were still hanging at 10. And I, you know, sign me up for all of it. He's weak. He's a mental midget. I honestly hope he gets vertigo too. Like Jason day, just signed literally sign me up for all of it. Can't win loser. Rory sucks. I love it. I hate, I hate the fact. I hate the fact that you have so much. I hate the fact give that you have it, so much money home. on this. I hate the fact that you have money on this. So I can't. It's all act- money, Capper. I know, but I can't actively root for it if you're heavily invested in it. I can't. I'm, like, I'll tell you what. I'm way more emotionally invested in it than I am. <laughs> well, I'm well, telling you right now, and this is coming from like a long-suffering New York Knicks fan. <laughs> the, the you know the, I've been going to the Garden and watching losing basketball since I was five years old. Yeah. If Rory, if Rory wins this week at this golf course, um, it will be the happiest sports moment of my life. And it won't be particularly close. The open championship oh, yeah. last year mm-hmm. was the most emotionally invested I've ever been in a sporting event in my entire life. I was, I was also very emotionally invested and I, I know you were, and I had Cam Smith. So I, I know you happy. were, I, was I know very, you very happy. Were. Um, yeah. So look, I mean, everything you say about Rory makes all the sense in the world, right? Especially in the DFS, right? If people are just going to overlook him, but do you really think they're going to overlook him? Like he'll he'll be thirteen percent. Yeah, I, I agree. I I think that people won't like play him. I think that people would rather just play 
a more much more perceived safer play in Rahm and Scheffler because they're an absolute coin flip and you can't really say much wrong about the other two. I think like the biggest case against Rahm would be that he just won the masters and he's probably not going to win back to back majors, which is no case that that's not a real case. So I agree with Andy about like, I I don't think people are going to run to play him um, Mm -hmm. this week. I, I think that just his wife being from Rochester and him playing this, um course during COVID, I don't think that's enough for like the casual DFS player to choose him over two of the two the two best players in the world. So I, I think that he'll definitely be be lower on. I'm with Andy. Yeah, from from like a game theory perspective, like it, it definitely makes sense. Uh especially if he's gonna stay that own. I just don't know if he'll stay that own. Is he gonna be that guy who everybody he's gonna throws? be thir- he's gonna be thirteen percent. Okay. So you think Rob's gonna that's end up not like-, like and Rom's gonna be yeah. Let me see 20, what I actually 22. spent a lot of time on this. This Rom will be 22, Scheffler yep. will be 19, and Rory will be 13. I mean, if you want to talk What's discount? real leverage, it's yeah. actually Colin Morikawa. Morikawa, right? yeah. Right. Yeah. So I don't, know if you, I don't know if you want to if you want to put a bow on Rory, but I mean, there's... Listen, the DMs that I got, and there were dozens of them... Um, they weren't even just like, yo, I'll take that action. It was like, you're a fucking idiot. Rory sucks. Like, well, see, and, 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 and by the way, like he is like Nancy and accounting and all like golf digest, little stuff and ESPN and bleacher report. It's all Brooks, Sander and Cantlay. Those are the guys. It's not Rory. You, people are, people are out, you know, yeah. it doesn't take much. It's a, what have you done for me lately sport? So I fucking love it. It makes me love him more. Um, and I'll be the first to admit if I'm wrong. I yeah. just, I, I honestly, I'll be, I'm wrong all the time. Yeah. So I'll happily, happily admit if I'm wrong, but no, I'm not backing down on this one. I feel about as good as it. I feel better about this than I felt Rom at the masters. And I felt really good about Rom. Yeah, you did. And listen, I, I, I did too. It's just, I, I don't know, man. I'm, I'm worried for you, man. You might need, might need like everyday long walks on the beach. Uh, I'm going like, to, I'm going to get, after I'm going to get, I'm going to, I'm going to get lambasted. Did you at least, did you at least like hedge it out where like, even if you lose your Rory outrights, like you're covering it with morons who took fucking Brooks and even money against fucking Rory. No, no. Oh God. No, I can't actively root against Rory. You're taking one of the joys of my life. Yeah. We're going to be together. Like I, I, I'm not like fully in the, like, Rory has no. I'm just going to be following camp. Rory the whole time, by the way, even if I have to. like, there's no other, like, and he's, he's not going to miss the cut. So like, no matter what Thursday, Friday, you're following roars. He could miss the cut. He could. Okay. Okay. I think that, he has to that'll be a miss- spicy Friday show. <laughs> if fucking Rory misses the cut. No, if Rory misses the cut, you guys think I'm showing up to that? <laughs> You're just done. You're just flirt, out. First fly out. I'm rush. getting the flight out on Friday night. Okay. If he misses the cut, why would I stay for Saturday? If Rory misses the cut <laughs> to hang out with us, crazy. you dick. Yeah. yeah. I, no, wouldn't I'll want stay, that. I wouldn't want but, that. I but it'll be, that. it'll be, it'll be such dark times for me. <laughs> Like, so, like it'll be so dark if Rory misses the cut. And I think he has the highest miscut equity yeah. than Scheffler and Rom, right? Yeah. Scheffler hasn't finished outside the top 12 in his last 15 starts. I mean, Rom's a, Rom's a walking top seven, yeah. so, so, but Rory will eject if he doesn't have it. 
So pray for me, guys. <laughs> what, what do you well, think? So, so here, here's the world where I think Rory missed the cut. And, you know, I know they eliminate a lot of trees at Oak Hill. It's a lot more wide open, but there still are a lot of places where you can get out of position and it's still going to be pretty thick, rough, and a lot of really long approach has. And even for Rory McElroy, uh, that can be kind of hard to come by if you're, at, you know, 215 in the rough uh, with the colder temperatures, not be able to carry as far where some of these bunkers are, not be able to carry everything. Yeah, I, I think if he's kind of spraying it everywhere off the tee, um, that might end up being a little bit of trouble for him. That's that's how I see Rory kind of ejecting from this place. And I know you, I know you said that he's the best bent grass putter, but what the fuck did I pull it up? I actually, I actually have, I actually have Ram as the best. So I, I do too, and that's why I was going to put up. And then also okay. from five to ten feet. Uh, now look, I only run a 24 round sample size cause I want to see what they're in. He is from yeah. five to 10 feet on bent. He's 105th out of this field. Yeah. I think when you're looking at five yeah. to 10 feet, I want like 200 rounds. I like yeah. 200, but yeah, I don't want 24 putts, but yeah. I, I listen, I, you know, Rory, all of the guy, like there's not a, in terms of putting, if you really want to have like a putting conversation between Sheffler. Yeah. I mean, I like I Rom's right. putted better. He's this 35th. Season. He's 35th. Yeah. I mean, at a at hundred rounds. Mm-hmm. So that's fine. Okay. All yeah. right. Let, let's, let's move off of Rory. I think we beat that to a, a pulp. Uh, let's have another guy who's not getting ownership. It's, it's Morikawa, you know, coming off a miscut at Quail hollow, you know, too short for this place. Uh, Kersher, I guess, want to throw it to you. Um, do you have any inclination to play a lone Morikawa this week at Oak Hill? Uh, no, I, that's not really, uh, kind of my business. I, I'm not going to play him. I, I know this is a DFS show, but like, I think 40 to one is like a more than fair number, like in the outright market. Um, if you kind of look at the guys like from 40 to 60, um, even though like the course fit might not be absolutely perfect. Um, but no, I'm, I'm not going to play him up top. I'm, I'm going to play Rom uh, over Scheffler. I think there's a complete coin flip, um, between those two. There's small cases to be made against both, but, uh, I, I am of the belief that Rom can do what Spieth, um, did in 2015 and win the first two majors of the year. I'm not betting him outright, but, uh, I'm probably going to be close to about a hundred percent Rom, um, in DFS this week. So he, he's, he's my favorite play up top and I'll, I'll be on him. Okay. All right. Andy, what about you? What are your thoughts about more this week? Love him. I, yes. I actually do too, by the way. Yeah. Um, maybe 8%, maybe eight or 9%. I mean, he's overpriced. I mean, I thought that he was going to yeah. be, I thought he was going to be nine, five. I mean, I don't really understand why he's $900 more expensive than Justin Thomas and $800 more expensive than the way that Tony Finau is playing. Um, But I'm going to try and get to Morikawa. I think that the short game is a huge concern. And I think that Hovland provides a lot of cover for Morikawa and Cameron Young, who we'll get to, who are fucking terrible around the green and have been for a really long time. And Hovland gets all the shit, just like Brian was talking about that. Cantlay gets all the shit for slow play and provides cover for Scotty. Who's just as slow. Like if you're out on Hovland for around the green, you better not be playing Cameron young and you better have concerns about Morikawa. I think the ownership is low enough and the talent is high enough. And, you know, people are going to say he's not the longest driver 
of the ball in the field. Look at how he performs off the tee on longer golf courses, right? Like look at how he performs off the tee on courses like that 2021 U.S. Open at Torrey Pines that I think that leaderboard is going to be very, very similar to this one. Shout out Harris English. So, um, I, you know, I, I like Morikawa a lot um, with Cantlay and Xander being very, very popular the way that I have my numbers right now. Um, I may end up fading both of them and starting Rory call it. Okay. Uh, let me get into the case for Colin too. I, I talk about a little bit of this, in my hole by hole detail. Uh, there's a, a few holes where I feel like it's really probably the hardest driving holes of the golf course. I guess number four down the hill with the bunkers on the right, you know, like left to right shot number six, where it's really, you can't miss anywhere. Number nine up the hill then 17, 18, all those holes command a left to right shot. Uh, and that's more cow right there. I think some of those tee shots are really going to fit his eye. Yes. He's going to be a little farther back, but I think he's been able to find fairways on those holes. I don't see this as I see this more as a Beth page black style tournament off the tee where you can hit the fairway. If you are straight, it's not like wing foot where the dog legs are too far closer to the earth. They're too close to the tee box where, you know, everything's just going to bounce right to the rough with a dead straight shot. Uh, I think the combination of the fact that there's tee shots, I think more going to be good at his long iron play. And I think with some of the conditions around the green here, I think there might be a little bit more luck factors around the green that might be, you know, kind of level the playing field a little bit for him, even if he is a little, you know, deficient in that area, although he is statistically, you know, not a terrible bunker player. So um, I actually like a low Morikawa this week. I think uh, like you just said, Tory Pines, Augusta National, a lot of these longer golf courses where he still has done well, even though you know length is advantage there. Right? I, I I'm in on Morikawa this week. Yeah, and he, he was great at uh, the Country Club last year, which was obviously mm-hmm. a U.S. Open style setup um, in the Northeast, where you know a lot of bombers were at the top of the leaderboard. So yeah, I I think that his accuracy off the tee, if he's not going to miss a lot of fairways, I think it will be a very advantageous for, for Colin, but yeah, it's a complete misprice. I don't really know what DraftKings what was doing there. I think that stood out to most people when they opened up the board um, when they came out last Wednesday. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. So, all right, let's move down a little bit. I mean, uh, Andy, you talked about the, uh, the chalky options, Xander. Wait, can we do, can we do, can we do 90 seconds on Brooks Kepka? Oh, sure. sure. We do 90 seconds on Brooks. What do you guys think? It's too much, too much steam. It's, it's overcorrection. Right. It's an overcorrection. Three, three. I mean, it was an overcorrection at the Masters, and he uh, one guy beat him. So I, I like, I understand it. Um, I Are you going full heel? Are you in on Brooks? No, I, I just like I think that everyone was like Brooks is the worst play, and his odds are horrible for the Masters, and he almost won. So like, I, I don't think well, he said his odds were horrible because they were too shout, fucking. Shout short. out, Live Orlando, Crooked Cat. Like, like I don't. They were too short. Like, who the like, fuck was betting? Fucking Brooks off of nothing, like you said, off a of, uh, literally a cow pasture in Orlando next to Mickey Mouse, and he was fucking what was he? And what he ended up closing at like thirty five to one or something like that. Like yeah, half. like can we also number. talk about the fact that the last three times he's been in contention in majors, he's been a total bitch. Yeah, last four, sure. like really. Last four, like, honestly, like, he was up. I, by, I literally he was up it, by Andy. ten at Beth Page, and did you like, by, like see my tweet, Andy? I did it. Like, I'll check it out now. Would you tweet Brooks Kepka's Sunday performances at Beth Page, Harding Park, Kiowa, and the Masters? Scoring average seventy four, three point five strokes over par. Total bogeys twenty three. Total birdies eleven. Um. So yeah, uh, that's stats some fucking guy. stats for you. Um, but I still do think that like him being in contention to 
um, like win a bunch of majors, like has a little bit of a leg up over like Cantley and, and Xander and especially Tony Finau. Um, but I, I don't think like it's an, I don't think Brooks's price is wrong. I don't think it's an overreaction. I think he'll be there. I think that he's going to be a factor in this major. Can he close it out on Sunday? I'm not sure, but I have no beef with, uh, with BK this week. Yeah. I mean, I'm a Capica apologist too. And I was kind of living my little bubble over here until my co-host told me last night that everybody apparently is on him. So I was everybody, but he's definitely popular. I want the smoke, Steve, if you want to, if you want to come at me with the smoke. No, I'm not. Listen, I'm a neutral party on this one. Like I I just, I, I I mean, I don't want the smoke. (laughs) I'll I'll come with you. All right, fine. Uh, fine. I'll come with you. I guess with the smoke there. I, when I look, when I looked at this golf course, and I went back to you know guys who won in '68 and '80, when this thing was a little more wide open, it was seven thousand yards. It was longer for those guys, and I saw a lot of these tee shots, and I'm like, man, I think a power fade really works well here. Uh, mm-hmm. Trevino hit a power fade. Nicholas hit a power fade. And what's you know kept his go-to shot off tape? Power fade here. So listen, we're throwing out these best page black comps all week. Uh, it's going to be a target winning score about five under seven under. That seems like, you know, it's in his wheelhouse. He's awesome at PJ championships in general. Uh, just, you know, just right in front of you ex- execution test. That's really what this thing is this week. Why can't he play? Well, I, I guess that's, that's my question. I mean, he can, it's just the same he argument that I always before. made. Uh, yeah. yeah. It's just the same argument that I always made when like Xander wasn't winning and he was fucking 16 to one. I was like, well, I like him, but I can't fucking bet him at 16 to one. Right. Like, it, it makes no sense. So for DFS, if he's going to be, Popular too, like no fucking way. Just move on. I'm not making that case. If he's popular, I'm not playing him in DFS. I'm not betting him outright either. I just I'm I saw this golf course. I'm like, oh yeah, I think Kepka is probably a pretty good fit with how I think you know everything. This is it's out. not even a live thing either. Like yeah. I like I fucking love I, DJ is a way better bet than Brooks. Is. I agree. I'll take DJ. <laughs> I think DJ is live as hell, and we can get to him. I really like DJ this week a lot. <laughs> Um, and Neiman and a lot of other live guys in the low sevens. Uh, I miss Neiman. I love Neiman. I miss um, him. I, I'm just with Capper. Like, I just think that every single player surrounding him on the odds board and the DraftKings board has had what 50 good rounds of competitive golf in the last two years. And Brooks yeah. has had three. And the only reason why he's here is because everything that happened before 2019 and if we're going to talk about and if we're going to talk about Rory being this mental struggle how about how about Netflix picking up Brooks you know admitting oh. that the only reason why he went to live is cuz he never knew if he'd be good at golf again yeah listen. He's, on, he's on Netflix he's on Netflix crying in Jenna arms and you guys want to shit on Rory They've well, won the same amount of majors in the last four years, and Brooks is Brooks is boot. Rory's looked way better in final rounds. But that, first of all, at least Rory that's got a, that's a very cherry pick stat. They won the same Rory amount of majors got, in the last four years. At least Rory that is the got most cherry pick stat. Cam Smith. I mean, yeah. Uh, well, the, it, the Netflix series also caught Rory saying "fuck you, Phil," and then Phil did good at the Masters, and Rory ejected. That's a sample size right there. I mean, that is like, that, that, that works. Like, that's good. Okay. Uh, I wish we that series was better, by the way. What a fucking All right, we spent a lot more than 90 seconds on Kafka uh, while we move down. So let's ask our all three of you a question. Okay. So it seems like the chalky options in the $9,000 range. Xander can't lay fee now. Cap or pick one. I'm going to fall. I'm, I'm going to take the fucking bait again. I'm going to fucking take can't lay. Okay. He's, he's so good on bet. He's so steady. I fucking hate watching him play. I hate his little tongue wag. 
I hate, I just don't like him at all. But man, when you have money on somebody that's in front of Cantlay, and I don't know if it's just scar tissue from him, like stealing my lunch money at least twice. Uh, yeah, I'm going to take the bait again and ignore the stupid major record again. I'm just going to ignore it and lose money. That's, that's how it's going to work. Kirshner, how about you? Um, Cantley, like not even a question for me. Um, I bet Cantley um, this week. I bet what number did you get him at? Uh, uh, twenty one. But I, I like if he was twenty one or twenty two or twenty three, it didn't really. I got him. Really at, I got him at twenty. Um, for me, um, this week. But I think he just kind of dominates on Northeast bent courses, and all his wins, um, other than the Tour Championship, uh, the Zozo, the BMW, the Memorial, they're all on bet. And I kind of liken it to last year with JT and Fitz, um, both golfers playing incredibly good golf all season, but not getting a win, but not finishing out on Sunday. And they paid off with a major championship. And I think Cantley um, is very live to do that this week. And everyone's talking about off the tee. And it's like, do you want distance or accuracy? And no one's really both. been hitting it better yeah. off the tee than Cantley. He's just been unbelievable. Um, off the tee. Um, I'm hoping people go to Xander over him, but I have no reservations about Cantley. And I know last year at the PGA championship, like that was kind of like the absolute low point of his major um, career, but he's finished top 15 in every single major since I think he's been trending um, in the major category. And I just want to play him on Northeast bank golf course. And uh, I, I love Cantley this week, so um, I know he's chalky. I, I really don't care at all. I, I, I really like Cantley this week. Okay. Are you scared, are you scared, are you scared of Xander at all? I'm a little scared of Xander. Me? I don't, I don't know. Um, I, you know, small sample size, like maybe a little bit of concerns off the tee. Like, I, I for me, it, it's, it's not even a question. Like, I, I prefer Cantley over Xander this week. It, it's not close um, for me. Okay. Andy, how about you? Pick one. Well, I want to say that there's there's levels to the chalkiness on these guys. Like right. I think that Z- I have Xander as potentially the highest owned player on the slate right really? now at like twenty two ish percent, right there really? with maybe Rom and Scheffler. And I have Cantlay at like sixteen seventeen and Finau at sixteen seventeen. So if that holds, I would go with Cantlay just like you guys. It, I mean, even if it's you know, even if they're close to even, I, I think it's tight. I'm not with Brian in the sense that it's easy. I actually no. find myself like really going back and forth on both those guys. Xander is the second ranked player by my numbers. Xander's I mean, I so think that consistent. This, this golf course is tailor made for him. And when we're talking in the context of DraftKings and a top five works even at that price Um, is Xander who's finished top 10 in 50% of the majors that he's played in essentially more likely to finish top five than Cantlay. I mean, I, I think you could make that argument pretty easily is Cantlay more likely to win maybe because Cantlay can gain 15 strokes on bent grass like he's done before. But you know, I think it's tough and I'm just going to play the lower owned of the two, which is right now can't lay. And I, I don't know if we'll talk about Finau, but yeah, talk about him. I, I'm in. I mean, yeah. I, I don't know why. Again, like from a DraftKings, he's not going to make my betting card, but he's the best iron player in the world, and he has a great major resume. 
and he does his best work on bent grass. And he's been great at winged foot and great on all of these Northeastern tracks. And he's not at irresponsible ownership. I mean, Finau and JT, as we stand here on Monday night, are going to be the same, in my opinion. They're both really? going to be six. Yeah, they're both going to be like 15, 16. Like JT's going to get some love, too, because JT's, JT's getting a little drift in the betting market. So now people are betting JT at 25 and 28. Yeah, just like they've been betting him all fucking year. And look, he's not like, sneaking. I, JT's not, no, sneaking, not sneaking up, up on, on anyone. Anybody. And there's enough doubt with Finau where people still think the guy is like a loser for some reason, even though he's the best schedule it's, optimizer on the PGA Tour. I, but you know, <laughs> whatever. <laughs> so it was funny. So I talked to Cam about that this morning. You know, because uh, I was like, I kind of like Tony. Like his his irons are ridiculous, and he was like, he, he only wins you know, like small boy events. I was like, that's not true. Like, that's just one of those narratives that takes shape and just kind of runs. Like you also he, know what has the, oh yeah, yeah. The back in the day before live the fifth best field in golf was the first round of the FedEx cup playoffs who won on bank grass in the first round of the FedEx cup playoffs in the Northeast. Like it over cam Smith. Like it. Yeah. And I, I know that rocket mortgage was pretty weak overall. Those very top heavy field. He beat Cam Young that week. He Donnie Ross. That week. Detroit is, by the way, Andy, I was going to mention this. I heard your golf course uh, ranking. Uh, Detroit Golf Club, I agree, uh, needs a lot of work. But I think if you put Andrew Green in that place, mm-hmm. uh, I think you can really just take out 500 trees too. No, listen. Mm-hmm. Uh, I actually looked at Donald Ross putting stats uh, this week. Uh, he ranks pretty highly there. Uh, obviously, he got the really good iron play. Uh, I'm really impressed with the fact that he's really improved his control off the tee as well. Uh, I think that's going to help him a lot this week, combine that with the length. Uh, I'm in on Fee now. I don't know about the win, but I love just seeing like some of these other comp courses that, you know, you know good finish at Torrey Pines, uh, good finish at Wingfoot, uh, Aronimic. I think he was in the mix there, uh, mm-hmm. Olympia Fields. Mm. Um, yeah, just a lot of these parklands like Firestone. I see a couple of good finishes way back in the day there. Uh, just a lot of really solid, consistent finishes on these tight, narrow, northern strain grass golf courses. Uh, I'm not, you know, I mean, I mean, I can't and Xander too, but obviously with the ownership. Uh, I mean, it, you're right, it, it's hard to break ties between a lot of these guys because they just look really identical uh, on paper with all of them. Mm-hmm. So. Um, all right. Any other thoughts about the $9,000 range? Uh, any hope for Hovland this week? Uh, Kirshner or Andy? Uh, I, I mean, I, I think that again, with the like low up and down percentage, like, like people have pointed out, like he just has kind of good around the green numbers and majors, not good, but like he, he can hold his own. Um, and I think that if it's going to be an elite ball striking test, then Hovland's always going to be, um, you know, an option. So I, I have no, no issues with Hovland. Um, you know, I think the Cam Young stuff, it would be interesting. He, he's definitely shown up uh, when people have been completely out on me. It was like a hundred to one at the open championship. Um, you know, I think this is a place a lot of people had begged for him, like all jokes aside. Um, and now he's disappointed people two years, two weeks in a row um, when people have been on him. So I would not be surprised if Cam Young plays well and he's going to be low owned. So I think there's a case there. Um, Cam Smith completely out on absolutely horrible course fit. I think he has no chance. No absolutely, chance. Absolutely no chance um, this week. Um, yeah. Spieth, those are, no chance. No chance for Spieth. Especially, I mean, that injury has to Cam be. Cam Young, no chance. 
What's funny yeah. is, is actually, okay, Andy, what, okay, sorry. Yeah, so, Andy, what do you think happened with that, by the way? Like, we were talking about Cam Young for four yeah. or five months, and then I I, I've done a 180, you've done a 180. Like, what, why do you think that happened? I did more research, um, and I didn't realize how problematic his short game was, and I also didn't realize how problematic his putter was, and he's not even playing good golf right now. I will say this Spieth, Cam Smith, Cam Young, and Hovland. Those four guys are all going to be between five and 11%. And one of them is going to top 10. Hmm. And I think you should pick one of them. I would pick Hovland. Um, but those five got those four guys are going to be, are going to provide you significant leverage above $9,000. And I think you're stupid to not take a chance on one of them, especially okay. if you're playing a lot of lineups. So for me, it'd be Hovland, but with all of these guys, the own, the argument just becomes ownership because those yeah. are the guys that no one's playing. Everyone's playing JT Finau, Cantlay, Xander, even Sungjae. I have at 12%. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm going to try and make a case for Hovland right here. I mean, I talk about a lot about really tough left to right tee shots. Hovland's shots up tees of fade. So uh, good combination of length and accuracy. And, you know, Brian, you kind of mentioned this uh, earlier. So the scrambling rate in at Oak Hill in 2013 was only 47%. And all that's happened since then are the green side surrounds have gotten even tougher. The greens are more complex. These bunkers can be a little bit of a luck box, depending on where you are in them. Uh, maybe some of this, you know, guys are gonna have trouble with this RTF, the tall fescue around the greens. Now it's very dense, very thick bladed too. So what happens if the, just, if you miss a green, you're just screwed at that point this week. So if you get Hovland, who just gets hot with the ball striking. And if everybody's struggling around the green, I mean, I could see that him falling into a top 10 at that point. I mean, you know, he competed, tended the Masters. What do we always say about the Masters? Got to have a great short game. Well, he finished top 10 that week. So I, I think there definitely is a world with Hovland uh, that some of his deficiencies might get masked because the conditions just make it so difficult for everybody that he just, everybody just comes back to the pack with him. So I, I get that argument, but if everybody's chipping, he still sucks at it. Do you know what I mean? Like, there's going to be guys who are good at it, who are going to be able to get that up and down versus him still struggle busting it. Do you know what it's, I mean? It's, it's more about the bigger chunk of the field just yeah. not being able to do it. Obviously, there's going to be guys who are going to be able to do it. Like, the elite, elite guys are still going to be able to do it. But what I mean by that is that when they, it gets so difficult around these greens, you take, like, an above-average guy, now you're just at everybody's level at that point. So that's what I mean by that. And if it really is kind of that difficult, like if it, if it really is what Andrew Green said, that you do not want to bail out on these bunkers at all, or if you get guys just having all these troubles with these chocolate drop mounds around the green and all the hummocks and stuff, like, yeah, I think that's going to throw a monkey wrench into everything. And if you have Hoblin have a really good ball striking week, he's going to elevate so much more over everybody else. Yeah. I don't know. I can't get there. I just okay. can't. AK range? Yeah, let's yeah, talk AK. Hold on. This is yeah. an important question. Somebody uh somebody asked. So we can just walk around the grounds and smoke. I'm allowed to smoke on the golf course, right? Yeah, you I can rip so. some darts. Okay. All right. Cause that was gonna be maybe uh, I'll have a yeah, no, nah, I don't 
I'm, yes, I'm a Joel guy these days. Yeah, you'll talk to me. Yes, I will talk to you. Yeah, we'll smoke a cig, Capper. We'll smoke six with you, Capper. What? What? Uh, what I prefer a cigar. I'd rather. Why don't we just? I prefer a cigar. So here's the deal with the his deal with cigars, right? So you don't inhale them all the way, so I don't get that the fix that I need. I need the cancer in my lungs, not just my throat. <laughs> Capper, what cigarettes do you smoke, and then we can talk about the AK range. Marlboro Red Label shorts. The yeah, I'm not. I ain't smoking those, buddy. <laughs> They're the old. Reds with no, the no, 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 no. Listen, 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 listen. They're not Mab Reds. They're the red labels. They're the old mediums. They're between light and reds, but they call okay. them red labels. Whatever. Give me smoke? a couple of beers. What, what do you want to smoke? Um, AK range. Palamits. You definitely smoke um, Okay. AK range. Um, it's 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 really a travesty, Matt Fitzpatrick price. This is like easily the biggest mispriced um, in the range, and one of them in the field. And he's going to be the most owned. But uh, I, I don't get the Fitz price. Um, here, I think this is a great golf course for him. Always uh, dominates on uh, really tough tracks. Elite driver of the ball um, off a win. Um, he shouldn't be $8,400. And I think that will be reflective um, in the ownership. I'm not playing a lot of guys here. Um, just like the way I'm making lineups. But uh, I, am I wrong? I'm thinking this is a misprice. So it's definitely a misprice. However, you have to find out if he vacationed here as a child yeah. or won an amateur tournament. Here, so the narrative that comes through on Maddie Fitzpatrick comes through again. Like that's that's what you got to find out. Did he live with someone nearby close? Yeah. Did his family enjoy uh, were they holidays here, as the as the Brits call them? Like, yeah. I, don't, I mean, listen, I don't I don't hate it, but like, it's definitely okay. a misplaced. He's gonna be super chalky, right? I, it, it, I mean, based on how his what I'm seeing on the stat page here, yeah, probably. I mean, you know, he's increased his length. He hits a lot of fairways. The long iron numbers don't look horrible on him. You know, good around the green, good bankrupt putter. I guess my question on Fitzpatrick, though, is taking all that into you know account here. I don't see a lot of success on these type of golf courses in his career. I mean, the closest you can come probably is a T6 at Olympia Fields. Other than that, I mean, I know he's a different player now. He's transformed himself, but... I, know, I can't think of a lot of like tight, narrow parkland golf courses. You're, you're out on Brookline? As yeah, a, I was, I was about to say. yeah, like he just won a U.S. Open in the Northeast. I, I think it's a little. I think it's a little more quirkier than this place. I agree. I agree. That's fair. I don't. But it's think not it's like fucking. Time, but it's not TPC Summerlin. Like no. it's close. <laughs> um, but yeah, no beef. No beef there. Um, but yeah, Plus I he, think Fitz is just a complete. He just effort. looks like a fucking asshole anyway. Like he's so hard to root for. Like I, when he won RBC Heritage, like he was the last guy off my card. And even when he won, I was like, I'm glad I didn't have to root for that prick. Like I'm just, I was just happy that I have to root for him. Like Andy, who bad. do you like in the AK range? And can I address something real quick before Andy talks? It's like Andy doesn't do nine thousand fucking podcasts a week with his moving of the microphone around, blowing my eardrums out. <laughs> It's like you do. How many podcasts do you do a week, Andy? Like seven? Yeah, five or six for sure. Yeah. Just all willy nilly with the fucking microphone, banging it around. Same. All right, Andy. What's your favorite AK player? What's your favorite AK guy? Um, I have three of them. Ooh, three. all right. Dustin Johnson. Yep. Max Homa. Shane Lowry. Ah, damn. Boom. All under eleven percent. You think um, DJ will be that low? I do. Okay. Yeah. I do. Um, I think that after he won live, he'll be higher than, you know, obviously he would have been, but I mean, the Northeastern resume is fairly immaculate. Um, I don't 
read a ton into live. Um, but I've never been of the assumption that DJ is like done as a go- DJ is like my, I, I really like, I, I, I do not like Cam Smith and I do not like Brooks Kepka. I really like Dustin Johnson. I always have, he's always been him and him and Neiman were the two guys where I was like, God damn it. I'm bummed. Those guys left. Cause I really like both of them and root for them. Yeah. Um, I, I mean, I think that at, I have him at 8%. I trust his form um, and I love his fit on this golf course, even though my, I do have some concerns about his short game. It's just really hard to figure out where guys are at in terms of their live stuff. But, um, unless are you you're diving watching, into the green and regulation number? Unless, like, unless you're around, like, unless you, you're you doing, unless you're watching live, which I tried to do. And, and, and then I, I got sucked into blackish. So I couldn't, I couldn't, I couldn't end up show. getting there. Um, show. And then, show. and then Homa, uh, I just think that this is a guy that we were talking about as a top five golfer in the world. And now he is 16th on the DraftKings pricing yeah. at sub 9%, even though he, I mean, strategically off the tee, Tory Pines, like you want to talk about the consequences of misses, with the sight lines that have been opened up now, like the strategy off the tee where the penalization for a short miss is not suit. I mean, Oak Hill, there's a, there is more character and, and, and there still are more trees, but like, this is a guy who, you know, quail hollow Riviera, Torrey pines, Bay Hill, and everyone's penciling him in at LACC. Like I, are we sure this isn't a better golf course for him? I mean, or even yeah, even um, Potomac. Potomac, yeah, which was yeah. So, which was a little wet yeah. and played a lot longer. I know that's like a shorter course, but it played a lot longer because the wetness and the exact same agronomy in the Northeast. So I love Homa. And then Lowry, I'll keep it brief. Um, I just think that he's like under-owned and has winning upside. And if we think the winning scores five under, I trust him. He hits the ball high. He's still an amazing long iron player. I love his short game. I, I trust his short game. Um, and he's under owned. Um, did, did, did you have a ticket on him when he fucking, uh, had a short game and chipped it when he chipped heritage? into the heritage? Yeah, of course. No, he doesn't have a good short game. Like he literally <laughs> he chipped it in the water at RBC. Like he literally has zero yeah. short game. Yeah. His, put, his putting is just, yeah, he can't right putt. Now. Oh my he God. His putting's putt. bad right now. Yeah. He just dart like laser show, like literally miss every three. Yeah. Hour. Um, but, I, think I like um, a Jackie too. By the what way. do you think about Burns? Anybody got any thoughts on Burns? He's going to be super low on too. Not and, bad, Capper. I like where your head's at there. I like, love this range. Yeah, like this is the range that I feel like every week gets skipped over, right? Like totally this is, agree. Every week gets skipped over. There's always gems in here, and like Burns, like I know it's not Bermuda, but the dude is can get lava hot with the fucking putter. Like he absolutely can. He's long enough off the tee. He's a little squirrely, but I mean, dude, this guy wins. Like he just, he just beat a Scheffler in the, in the stupid match play thing. Like, uh, I don't know, man. Like, I feel like, I feel like the betting number and the ownership is like, I don't know. He, he just, he never gets any respect, I guess. Yeah. I don't think people like think of him in majors. Um, no, I don't think has, so either. He doesn't have that resume uh, just yet. Um, but yeah, I, I think he could finish like top 25. Maybe. 
Yeah, I, I mean, I, I think he's been like hanging around, heading into Sundays at a couple of big spots and things. Yeah, I think his best finish was at Southern Hills. Yeah, that actually he was. I think he was in the mix of Brookline for a little bit, and then Sunday yeah. really got away from him too. Uh, I don't know about Burns. Um, I mean, the Long Iron numbers aren't very good. Horrendous he, major, record. horrendous major record. Bad, yeah, he's a sprayer too. So I, I don't know. I, 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 I don't know if that's going to work great. Not very great around the green. I don't see a lot of success around but, the green at some places with a lot of thick rough. But leverage. Uh, so leverage. Like, leverage. Ever heard of it? There's leverage. no gain leverage um, going there. So I mean, I mean, I, if we're if we're, I would rather play Lowry than Burns. Steve's not on Twitter, case, so he doesn't. The case for Lowry, the leverage jokes. He does. He doesn't appreciate. No, I think Steve. I think Steve. He's not on Twitter. He doesn't jokes. Yeah, I don't think he does. Okay. He's not on Twitter. I, I don't. I don't get jokes, guys. Okay. <laughs> I think it's like pretty like standard. Like it's like a DFS show. Like. Leverage is like a part of the game. All right, let's um, seven. No, let's let's do rapid fire. Just the rest of the AK range. Uh, Andy, in or out on Tom Kim? Out. Okay, Capper. Out. Kirshner. Uh, I'll go out because I'll go in because no one expects him to play well, and that's when he plays well. Okay. All right, Fleetwood, Andy. Out. Out. <gasps> Same. Really? Out. He's gonna he's gonna win at Liverpool, you guys. <laughs> Uh, win oh, and he the, might the win. hometown narrative again. He he might win at LACC too. He might he might get them both. I'll go in. I, on I, I like I like him better at LACC than this place. It's a pure can't play. Me too. By the way, totally agree, Steve. Um, it's a pure can't play them all. Like if I'm this heavy on Lowry, Homa, DJ, and potentially Hideki, I actually like Jason Day too. We even talked about him. Yeah. Um, yeah, I have a hundred to one ticket on him. So it's just like I just oh, nice bro. A twelve percent Fleetwood's gonna get squeezed for me. Okay. All right. Let's move to the seven K range. Uh Kersher, I'm gonna st- let you steal uh Capper's Thunder. Uh I saw that you picked Keegan Bradley. Yeah, I bet him in February. So like Fuck let's yeah. just like okay. what do you got him at? What do you got him at? I got I got him at a hundred with places you could get him. I got him at one ten today. Nice EV. Okay, but I have the you places. Get him at one twenty five. Yeah, like it wasn't. I live like in a Florida, Andy. You know I can take what I can get. Um <laughs> but like I bet it with the places. Like it's it's truly like a places um oh, bet. Like he's yeah. not gonna win, but like he could one thousand percent finish um in the top seven i think there's two times you play keegan bradley on long difficult golf courses where ball striking is rewarded and you play him in the northeast dude fucks in the northeast dpc um, potomac ever heard of it like some of his best results like he just shows up um and plays well also like top 15 here in 2013 he's a pga champion you know this year hasn't like been anything unbelievable from him, but he does have two top tens at two difficult golf courses, Torrey Pines and um, API. Um, I think Keegan is an amazing play this week. I hope his ownership isn't too high. I'm playing him first round leader. He's shooting a 64 solo first round leader on Thursday, like without a doubt, love Keegan this week. And he made some late doubles and bogeys at um, Wells. He was actually playing well. He would have finished in the top 15, um, Keegan, uh, all in on Keegan this week in DraftKings, first round leader, outright top ten, top twenty. Keegan will have a good week this week. Love By it. the okay. way, Steve, isn't Bur- correct me if I'm wrong, wrong on this geography? Isn't Burlington closer to Rochester than Westchester? Oh, right. uh, it's close. It'll it's be close. close. Yeah, because I was going to say if Rochester's going to claim Cam Young, 
Why don't you just claim for No, no, they're not taking Keegan. Keegan's yeah. a New England guy. He went to St. John's, though. No, I don't care about that shitty school. Like yeah. St. John's and U of R. They've been good like at basketball since thing. like the early 90s. Okay, nobody cares about that. Okay, dude. I'm not fucking defending St. John's. Like, I'm just <laughs> said he went there. <laughs> He's a New England guy. That's it. All right. No one, no one's gonna say Keegan from Capper. Uh all right, Andy. Uh you always seem like you're on Justin Rose. Uh in a lot of terms. Are you in on him this week? Duh, I bet him at 125 to one. All right, make the case then. Dude, Rose is live as shit. You guys are tripping. And he's going to be like. What? No one like, said anything bad about him. No Rose. one said anything bad about him. What are you I've talking about? What are we tripping, bro? I read your guys' faces. I read your guys' faces. <laughs> I'm used to it. You guys were calling me crazy on Justin Rose for years. I was taking <laughs> your shit. I was taking your shit on Justin Rose for years. Pebble Beach cold ever heard of it. Uh, yeah. <laughs> no, but he is um he's playing good golf this season. Um and he has like a really impressive overall major record. He's won a major in the Northeast before. He's done a lot of great work. He's won at Aronimank, a Donald Ross Northeast major uh you know, championship that be that AT&T played actually like a lot easier than, than this one, but it still has a lot of the same Donald Ross character on the greens. Now that the restoration, I, I actually do like that place um, as a comparative course. Uh, so, you know, I just think that I like Keegan too, by the way, my three guys in the upper sevens are uh, Rose Keegan and Neiman. I really like Joaquin Neiman. We'll, 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 we'll chalky, Chalky, Adam, Scott, and Ricky, huh? Yeah. I was kind of, you know, looking at both of those guys, and I think there's good cases for both of those, but I'd I'd be careful with the Ricky and Adam Scott ownership. Well, I think with Ricky, um, I mean, I think maybe there's some, all right, well, Jason Day got his win. Justin Rose got his win. Time for Ricky to get this win. Uh, there's some reverse stink on uh, Ricky this week, as the guy said he couldn't win, so that also might be playing into it as well. Uh, as far as Adam Scott, I mean, Two pretty decent finishes in a row. I think yeah. he finished top 10 here back in 2013. So maybe people who just aren't really up to snuff about the changes, um, you know, maybe they're picking him there. I mean, he, I can't get over the fact he's been doing it all around the green with the putter lately. Uh, he didn't hit his irons all the great Byron Nelson, although it's really hard to gauge anything at Byron Nelson at that point. So I don't know. Adam, I, I think Adam Scott, I remember he hit this like five iron bunker at, um, the fucking CJ cup like two years ago. So he's a good long iron player. Like I'll get ahead of that one. Like he can hit his long irons. Well, I remember him hitting a good um, five iron. I like time the fuck out. What the hell was that? What? what a he's a good long iron bullshit. player. Did you like you? I know you had that set up. Like, like I, no, I remember it. Like no, I you vividly don't. You don't remember, remember it. shit. And then I bet him at Houston anything. next week no. because he's a good long iron player. You wrote uh, that down. Knowing we talk about Adam Scott, like what are you talking? You don't about? remember? You don't remember a bunker shot from fucking two years ago from Adam? I'll fucking Scott. pull it up. I'll fucking pull it up. Okay, yeah. it's fine. Your it, it's all good. Um, I want to talk about Dick. I love Dick this yes, week. Yes, you do. Clip like, it, Cameron. Clip like, it. I love Dick this week. Uh, he's gonna play well. Like, I, I think just the fact that like he's just had an unbelievable season. Um, and just been a walking top twenty. Um, 
you know, this is a guy that's shown up at a PGA championship in the past three years, finished top 10 at Kiowa in much worse form when no one cared about him. I think that the motivation of not being in the masters, I think he wants to show up for the first major of the year. I think um, he's a great player this week. Uh, He'll probably be a little owned, like whatever. I I really don't care. Uh, I think Dick will have a great week this week. Ryder cup, 2023. He's on the squad, and it starts this week with a T8 finish. He gets his first major top 10 since Kiowa. Okay. All right. Uh, Andy, I want to ask you about another live guy. Uh, so you might already mentioned Joaquin Neiman. You got Patrick Reed sitting here at 7600 bucks, and obviously he doesn't mm-hmm. fit anything of really what we're looking for this week. Yet, he's won at Beth Page Black. He's won at Torrey Pines. Uh, he did well at Wingfoot. So... Is there anything you like about Patrick Reed to think that maybe he can do it again at a lot of golf courses that we've been on a golf course that we've been comparing to some other places he's had a lot of success at? There's a lot I like about Patrick Reed. He is also one at Beth page. It was the 2016 Northern trust. Uh, so probably a little bit of an easier setup, but has he, was it Ridgewood or Plainfield too, that he went on? He went at one of those as well. Uh, it might've been Plainfield. Plain, yeah. I think the Donnie only thing Ross. about Plainfield, I was looking, I was looking at Plainfield. It's a lot shorter than this place and a lot shorter irons. But the green complexes, Donnie Ross, yeah, there you go. yeah, yeah. <laughs> so. um, yeah, it was um, Patrick Reed that won at Plainfield and Bryson that won at Ridgewood. I I really like Bryson. Um, uh, like, wait, time out. You like Bryson? I do. Hmm. Okay. But so I, I like Patrick Reed fine. It's just a ever heard of a 20 person player pool boys. Like I just, yeah, that's not you good, know, man. it's just tough, I man. Yeah. I like all these guys. I can make cases. I've got notes, extensive notes on, on every player in the field up to set up below to 7,000 and a couple six K guys. So there's tons to love about Patrick Reed, but I, I, I'm sticking with Neiman Rose uh, and probably Keegan in the high sevens. And then I've got some low, got some low seven K guys. I like too. Okay. Capper, what high se- Capper, what set high seven guys. Do you like this week? Keegan, obviously. Um, uh, so I miss Joaquin Neiman. And I think I don't, I think that might be the only, only reason that I want to play him, but it depends on his ownership for him. I just, I forgot how much I love him until I, is you think it's gonna be? You think it's gonna be sub ten? Mm-hmm. Fucking yeah. better be. I think Keegan. Yeah. I don't even think Keegan will be that bad because I think I way more so. people like Adam Scott and Fowler. Yeah, I mean Ricky's gonna be super fucking popular. Adam Scott. Fourteen, be, fifteen. Adam Scott. Yeah. Thirteen, fourteen, fifteen. Yeah, which yeah. is high for seven K. Yeah, no, I agree with that. Um, yeah, I, I, what do you think? I mean, I would I would have thought uh, Windy C as BK coined it uh, popular. He's yeah, going to be uber, he's, uber popular, right? Yeah. Popular, I mean, he makes sure. a, all the sense in the all world. the sense like, in the world coming off a win. Absolutely. Catchy, yeah. catchy, catchy I, name. Like, yeah, he, he, he will disappoint this week. He makes all the sense in the world and he's off yeah. a win. Like there's no way he plays well. I figured he'd be uh, the highest guy. owned in the seven K. Yeah. Like I'm yeah. like, I'm like, I'm just not playing him. Um, no, I don't think you can, but yeah. So I, I like Neiman. I like, <laughs> I like Keegan, obviously. And I didn't, Fuck you, Steve. I didn't think of, I didn't think about Patrick Reed until the, what you just did. 
and now that's going to be I'm a good at my, that. I'm good at playing little things in your head like that. You just and now I'm going to bet I'm like a fucking top 20, 36 hole leader winged foot. Ever heard uh, of that? Yeah. Oh, God damn it. I hate you. Like I wasn't even on my radar because I was like, no, I, 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 actually, I actually found him in on Reed this week. Oh, fuck. I, I think can, he can definitely defy the odds. What can go wrong? Uh, yeah. Yeah. So I don't know. Yeah. Ricky, I won't play. Uh, answer, I feel, is way too short, right? Way too short. Yeah. Screw yeah. that. Yeah. Okay. All right. Fine. All right. What about your boy, Cam Davis? Fuck yeah. Dude. Right. We're playing. He's in the pool. You got, he's in the pool. You guys okay. think. 7,400. You guys think I'm not? It's kind of expensive. I thought he was going to be um, all, all in on Detroit Golf Club with your Cam Davis, <laughs> dude. Donnie Ross, Donnie um, Ross. But baby. I think they're sitting but right you, there. The Donnie Ross double of Bryson and Cam Davis. You can get them both then. But um, if he was, but if he was like seven K, I bet you his ownership would double. So I feel like it's actually good that his price is where it's at. Good because point. he's right below Windy C. Potentially right? true. Yeah, I, uh, I have him at nine percent if he was seven flat. I, I do ownership projections. You check, like, you check your stats that have different models. prices. Yeah. So yeah. So yeah, As I think Matt, that I think that checks out. As Matt Gannon said in the chat, uh Renown Renown stack guy. Yeah, yes. I, I love stats. <laughs> you guys want to hear some the real nuts though? All right, what you got? Well, I think someone just asked in the chat about this guy. So why don't I just clear the stage and you can uh, talk about this dude? Harris English, 300 to one. You guys, Goober, baby. Five, you guys put five bucks on it and you thank me later. Um, I'm fine with it. I just, I mean, fourth at Wingfoot guys like that at all. You guys like, I mean, wasn't that, was that pre hit Travis? You guys like, uh, you guys like a second at TPC Boston, almost lost by 10 strokes. Oh, uh, dude, uh, how was bad right was there. that, by the way? If DJ wasn't like literally just a lava man walking on fire, like poor Harris English, man. Yeah. And then I really think that Tory Pines leaderboard from 2021, I know it's West Coast POA, but very cold in the mornings, very similar strategy off the tee, ton of long irons, ton of long par fours. And that Tory Pines leaderboard is Harry, Harry English, Brooks, Rory, Bryson, Colin, um, and Rom, obviously. Louie, too, is not in the field. Yeah, um, he'll be there. It's going to show up unannounced. So, yeah, I think Harris English is the nuts. Also, like Grio. Look at those iron numbers. Yeah, he's playing. Let's see. That, that's yeah. the guy. I yes, like Grio. Yeah. Yes. Yes. I, I guess some yeah. long. Odd top twenties on him because I never think I never think he's actually gonna win. Top, top five at Beth Page. No. Yeah. Fuck. No, I'm like I'm not even joking. Has he ever like top twenty in a major? Uh, you know, actually, I think I'm gonna top, say no. I, I can no, check on that. Actually, he, he's never he did. Top he top twenty at. You know what? He came twenty. No, he came in in Baltusrol in twenty sixteen. T thirteen, T twenty three at Beth. And, that's Andrew, in the fucking North. Andrew East. Andrew Green restoration that happened after the two thousand sixteen. <laughs> no, that, <laughs> that's good. Um, yeah, that's that's close. So. He actually Dude, has five top twenty fives and twenty major starts. Zero top tens though. Yeah. yeah. So, but you you get you get a long number on a top twenty, and he's in good fucking form. He's in Hell good yeah. form. Yeah, good long iron play. He's got good combination length and accuracy. The iron numbers are really good. Kind of I mean, look, like all these guys are kind of, yeah, he sucks around the green, but if he has a really good ball striking week, hit a lot of fairways, then yeah, I, I think he could definitely, you know, top 30 finish right there at 7,300 bucks. 
Made so. his last four cuts at PGA Championships. Yeah, exactly. Pretty and, and with these PGA Championship setups, by the way, he's on the PGA Championship, Grayo. Like he just loves these. He's got this fucking <laughs> circled on his calendar all year, baby. Well, that, well, that's, PGA well, that's the thing about special. the PGA. Well, that's the thing about the PGAs, by the way. Like of the U.S. Open and PGAs, it seems like the PGA is a little more consistent with their setup and a little more fair with it. Whereas the USGA is kind of, can be a little bit all over the place sometimes. So it doesn't really surprise me that in some of these events, like, yeah, you know, you can, there's different golf courses, but PGA America tries to set it up a little, you know, similarly. So yeah, if he's had a lot of success at PGA championships in general, then I think it probably can just translate here. Love it. Love it. So, uh, so Ben uh, Nelson in the chat, you get Harris English, Top 40 plus 140. Love it. Like, refinance your fucking mortgage. <laughs> Love it, I, nobody's doing that anymore. That's why I had to switch careers, Brian. No one is yeah. doing mortgage. Okay, anymore. cool. Yeah. I mean, I wasn't <laughs> the, uh, sure. Harris English um, minus 130 over Paul Casey. I hate that. Love it. Fucking hate okay. Paul Casey. Uh, how about bring up another guy who's near and dear to Capper's heart? Mm. Uh, you got Siwoo coming off a decent finish at Byron. Yeah. Nelson. Yeah. Hell yeah. Anything to like about that? Cause there's some things I like about him. Hell yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, no, I think he did he lose strokes off the tee this past week, which he, which he never fucking does. Yeah. He's I mean, neutral. yeah, but he doesn't, I think he lost like one and a half. I, I looked at it earlier today. I can't remember what it was, but anyway, he lost strokes off the tee. Um, and yeah, it's fucking Siwoo, man. Did you see those dots he was fucking throwing in there on Sunday? He's a good long iron player. It's, I mean, look, he plays with the cheetah putter now, so that definitely helps. Yeah, why not? Why yeah, not? I, I, I think of his profile. I like the fact that, yes, he doesn't have length, but hits a lot of fairways, and he's a good long iron player. I think mm-hmm. I really need that this week. And, in, you know, the, the around the green numbers look really good on him, too. So, um, and he yeah, plays with the I'm, cheetah putter. And he plays with the cheetah putter. So just uh, pay attention to ownership on him and yeah. uh, Gary. Him oh and God, Gary, Gary's gonna, Gary is Gary's gonna be so chalky. The roof. Yeah, I have I have ownership concerns about Siwoo and Gary. Gary's okay. at, so they're right next to each other. Yeah. Oh, the same fucking price. So yeah, I, I bet you Woodland's definitely gonna be more chalky than Siwoo. I think so. Yeah, yeah I agree. probably. Yeah. All right. Uh, I'm, pretty, I'm pretty sure I have a ticket on him. I think I meant to bet LACC, and then I bet this week, and then I actually put another ticket on LACC because Bearoff has poisoned my mind on fucking uh, on Woodland again. <laughs> okay. All right. Six K range. Uh, How are we doing this? Throw out one guy. Okay. I mean, I have I have a few. The throw out a few. Then. Throw out a few. I'm not I'm not going to steal Andy's like this guy's the nuts, but this guy one thousand percent will make the cut. He's sixty six hundred dollars. My guy Hayden Buck likes to fuck. Um, like literally a top ten driver of the golf ball. Um, okay. in the entire universe. Um, and he's extremely consistent play. Top twenty at the U.S. Open. He can do it in majors. Um, he's playing great golf. Two top tens um, before last week. Um, it's a clear misprice. He shouldn't be sixty six hundred dollars. I really like Hayden Buckley. Yanni P. Yanni P. Reports on the ground Stop that it. Yannick Paul is striping it. Yannick Paul is absolutely dismantling. Is this from the Vincerex um, models? Yeah, like Yannick <laughs> P. is absolutely pounding the ball. Um, I like him. He's going to make the cut. 
Um, so yeah, those are my two plays um, in the six K range. Can I, Buck and Yanni P. Can I ask you a question? Have you seen Yanni P. Swing a golf club or? Yes. Yes, I've I've like been up yes. three a.m. like wasty watching the DP World Tour. Yeah, I'm sure and Yannick Paul. You might be watching DP, but he's I don't also. He's, I thought he was I, a I tennis like player until like a week ago. No, I don't like that stuff, Capper. <laughs> yeah. Um. Anyway, yeah, Hayden Buckley and Yanni P. are are absolutely um gonna make the cup this week. That that uh, is a guarantee. Guarantee. Lock it yes. up. Yes. All right, Lock. Capper. What about you? One guy in the six K range you love. So I like two guys. Probably three. Okay. Really. Follow directions, guys. Okay. Yeah. I don't follow directions, Steve. How long have we known each other? The, um, all right. So what, why is Patrick uh, Rogers at fucking 6,700? That's a good play. I mean, he, he's like terrible, but like he could. He's not terrible. No, I know. Like, I know, but like, he's like, you just, can, you just, you know, fucking endorse the guy. You've never seen, seen swing a fucking golf club. Dude, what do you, t- I follow him on Instagram. Like <laughs> I've seen him swing a golf club. No, Patrick Rogers like makes all the sense in the world. Has yeah. he ever finished top 20 in a major? I don't know. I, I'm not sure. I would guess, um, I would, I would guess no. No, be, would, my bit. My bit. No. So you no, can talk fine. about it. No, it's fine. No, it's it's fine. I, I'm fine. being insensitive, and I apologize. Listen, I, I'm not from your generation. You can be insensitive. I promise oh, you, I will be fine. Naga, <laughs> <laughs> old guy. Oh, he's, fuck off. He's I never finished be. top 20 in a major. Patrick Rogers. Naga. Yeah. yeah. All right. Take that. All right. Andy, Andy how about you? Wait, hold on. Hold on. I know you're done. All right, so I said I had two guys. What about the other Canadian, Spencer? Okay. Yeah. Dude, I mean, he's he's solid. 6,600. I like. I actually think I, I, there's another guy I like, but I think Andy likes him, so I didn't want to talk about him. So, but I like I like the two Canadians, man. Fucking why not? Like, Spencer's solid. 6,600 bucks. He makes some shit work. Boom. Um, he's really solid for 5 to 10 feet on bent. Uh, his approach numbers are good. He's good out of the sand. He's a decent long iron player from 175 and longer. Yeah, fuck yeah. Why not? That's 6,600. Okay. All right. Andy, what about you? And why is it uh, Rochester's true hometown hero, Alex Smalley? <laughs> the Rochester Rocket. Yes. Um, been a glorious three years here before he, uh, you know. The Rochester Rocket. Shout out Duke as well. Yes. Oh, shit. <laughs> I mean, seriously. Is it? Um, the home game model is just. Exactly. Everybody's sleeping on Smalley this Smalley. week, guys. Yeah, um, maybe not as much. I mean, this guy, though, not, not to be accused of being a live shell, but the best two plays in the 6K range are Harold Varner and Brendan Steele. HV3, yeah. baby. Those Absolutely. are probably the best two ball strikers in the 6K range. I mean, if we're talking a proper T degree te- T to green test, Varner, who's coming off a top five at uh, Cedar Ridge, uh, is that what it was called? Is that golf course? Was that Liv Tulsa, um, Bankrass, um, Eighth Liv Singapore? And if you don't say it, I will. <laughs> like, there's one more thing about HV3. Come on, um, Beth Page. He final group it. shot an 82 oh. in the final round, dude. When he put it in the fucking woods, I had an HV3 ticket, man. When he fucking put it in the woods and they were searching for his ball for what felt like yeah. a fucking eternity, I was, I was, wait, you ate bet HV3 outright that week, yeah, dude. A fucking HV3 was my guy. Oh, was he like 8,001? Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, he was like, fuck, he was like 125, 150 to one, yeah. I mean, before like the numbers that I have on him pre live. Like really good bunker player, really good long iron player, solid driver of the ball, 
enough distance. Good form at live currently 29th at the masters. <laughs> high the high best, greens and regulation. Percentage. He's the best play in the six K range. And then Brendan Steele, um, before he went off the map, I forgot was he to live just <laughs> me too, but just, I mean, wonderful driving of the ball. Yeah. 11th at live Tulsa back grass Cedar Ridge. Um, 27 Singapore, 26 Adelaide, 36 Orlando. We'll throw those out. You lost in the playoff. You lost. In oh, we'll playoff get to we'll get to live Tucson runner up. Yeah, fifth fifth with Mayakoba. So I mean, just great long iron player, awesome driver of the ball. Ninth at Southern Hills. You guys like that? Oh, that's pretty good. It's like good. ninth at Southern Hills. Yeah, 10. I like ten point six from T to Green at Southern Hills. It's pretty good. Take that. <laughs> So those are the guys. I just gave the nuts in the six K wow. range. No, okay. I love HV three. Also, oh, wait. Yeah. This, I'm, I'm not. Be, I'm not. I'm not being. A, I'm not joking. What is Steven Yeager's price going to be? Oh, it's not up nice. yet. Every fucking lineup. Every <laughs> single fucking lineup. Jaeger bombs. Jaeger bombs. Jaeger bombs. Fucks on bent. Long off the tee. <laughs> off a top ten. Like Steven Yeager is like absolutely the play this week, but his price isn't up yet. Like literally every fucking lineup. Six point, bombs. Six point three. Oh, he'll, four, he'll be a top sure. twenty bet for me, no doubt. For oh, sure. let's fucking ride, cat. Like we're gonna pull up. It's gonna be like speed. Um, Rory, you guys are gonna leave my roar. Like, yo, I'm watching Stevie Yeager's vomit <laughs> right now. Uh, but yeah, Steven Yeager. Whenever they upload his price, like he is absolutely every lineup. Love every it. Lineup. Love it. Right. Lock button, Steven Yeager. What can go wrong? Yeah, I mean, I, I I got Varner highlight here, Steel highlight here, Buckley highlight here. So you guys talked about that. Um, this is gonna feel gross, but uh, how about Mac Hughes? Maybe I like you know, it. good finish at Torrey Pines, good finish mm-hmm. at Olympia Fields. Um, he was good that last grass, week. But yeah, well, I mean, if Andy can uh, quote some live results, I can quote the Byron Nelson as yeah. point I argued for a guy. So, uh, yeah, good last week. Listen, like if this kind of turns into like just not a low green regulation rate. I don't really love the fact he is a shitty bunker player that I have on him, but you know what? You know, I'll just go with it. Um, yeah. How about Matthews? Mm. Yeah. Yeah. There's a lineup in there. Like with all the names we just listed, like there is a lineup. Um it's like a two V two. I would have won a million dollars. Oh yeah. Real quick before we get out of here, who's yeah. one guy above nine point five that has no chance? Right, like speed, none, right? Rory. <laughs> <laughs> no, speed you can't choose speed. You can't, you can't choose speed. speed. Capper, who's your pick? Rory. Okay. Steve. And you can't choose speed. Yeah. Above 9.5. No chance. Like zero. Um, no, that's your fucking answer. I'm with Scotty. Wow. Okay. Um, this is the easiest question. I, I kind of sat back before, but Tony Fino has absolutely <laughs> zero percent. I thought I thought it was above to win the five. golf tournament. There was one question you have to ask. Are there good players in the field? Yes. Can Tony Finau win? No. It's as simple as that. Um, Tony Finau is absolutely 0% chance to win this golf tournament. I've never been more sure of anything in my life. I'm going to have to bet Tony Finau now. Do it. Do it. I Literally do it. I, I would be like the least bit surprised if Finau actually won this tournament. Yeah. 
Okay. I really like him. Uh, I'm good. I'm not backing down Brooks. <laughs> oh, Brooks. Okay. All right. <laughs> All right. Okay. Uh, I think it's pretty good. Pretty good. Scotty, Rory, you know, Brooks. Like I, I'm, I feel comfortable with that. All dead. All dead. <laughs> Andy's not okay. comfortable with it. I just did it to watch him squirm a little bit. All right. So and, what's, and, what's the Rochester deal guys? What's the, what's the, what's the GP? What's the game plan? I don't know. What are you? So what are you getting in? Thursday night. When are you getting in? BK? Thursday night. I'm driving up after work. How long is it from Long Island to fucking Rochester? Five. Five it's like hours. six from me during Russia. Yeah. So I'm, but I got to get up at like four thirty in the morning to fucking fly. I'm going to be miserable on fucking Thursday. Oh, are. Golf. are you go? Are. When are you? You're not. You're not in my car, by the way. <laughs> you're going to be ornery as shit that day. Oh, I'm going to be grumpy. Just yes, get, it's like, wait. Well, you can talk about this off, but is, if there's no gin on your golf course either, we're going to have to stop the pack. I can't I th- play I think, golf sober. I, I think you'll be okay. 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 After getting up at five thirty in the morning, fine. I'll bring it in my carry on. I'll bring my gin in my carry on. The um. <laughs> so, will you guys want to meet up for like dinner on Thursday night? Then I'll be I in get too late. In, I'll be in too late. I don't get in until like ten thirty. Yeah. Damn. Same. Okay. Yeah. I, I. I. My. My plan was with the boys. I was gonna take them to dinner and then maybe a brewery afterwards. Something a little low key. Get wasted. I mean, Friday I, think, night. I, I, I think Friday is gonna be the wasty night, not, not, not Thursday. I'm high. <laughs> Friday night for sure. Literal you're, feature. Now you're coming with you. You're coming with your lady, Andy. Uh huh. Okay. BK, you coming She's with your crazy. lady? You guys will love her. Um, no. I don't, oh, I don't you're have a lady. Thanks although, for bringing it up. Although, it's tough right are we, now. Are we still recording? Yes. Yes, yeah. we are still recording. You can talk to us offline then. Yeah, let's, you, we can, and we'll talk offline. Yeah, we'll talk yeah. offline. Don't, right. don't put him in a bad spot. So, BK, no lady for you. Is that why you're hoping the well, dick's going to win this weekend go in a fucking golf tournament in Rochester? Like, what's up, I bring, I, bring, I bring my wife to the golf tournament down here. Andy's yeah, what's wrong? I'm that? literally, like, single and 24. Like, I don't, like, I'm, okay, it's fine. Well, I'm sorry. Okay. I, I didn't mean to, I didn't mean to pigeonhole you. Are you bringing someone? Doesn't have to be a lady. No, I'm, me- I'm meeting up with my boys. Who do I need to, to bring? I like it. So what, so what are you doing Friday night after? What time? What time is that thing? Seven to nine? Dude, I'm gonna What's hit the it? fucking town, baby. It's seven after. to nine, and then we got afters. some options. We can probably go to East. You know, there's East and Alexander bars. You go to Village Gate. I did a whole podcast on this stuff. I know, I know you did. Yeah. I what do you think of his food racks? You're, you didn't. You know, I mean, wow. I, wow. So I, so what's funny, Andy is, is I saw him post that before you did the thing, and I, what day did we do it? Sunday night. Sunday night. I was at, yeah, the Byron Nelson, I think. Yeah, yeah, whatever it was. Sunday night, I read off his Google Sheets, and I was like, yo, this is lawyer from Rochester who put out like good recos, and I went through it like line by line for like the restaurants, and uh, Steve agreed with something, and agreed with something. Yeah, he threw out a place that got shut down for uh, rat droppings. Uh, which wasn't not ideal, but no. Otherwise, it was it was a pretty solid list. Uh, there's a couple other places uh, we can banner out. It really just depends on what vibe you guys want, where you want to go at, uh, after our event on Thursdays or Friday. So I feel like it's going to depend on how our golfers are doing and what the mood of the general group is. <laughs> I mean, I'm expecting to lose five hundred dollars. <laughs> if Rory misses the cut, I'm going to drink alcohol for the first time in no, seven years. Don't say no. it, no, man. I, so <laughs> normally, I would uh, uh, no, just because if I was there present for it, everyone would blame me. And- I honestly like if he misses the cut. Realistically, like no cap, it's, it's like okay, like I'll be okay. I'll get made fun of. It'll be good content. 
Yeah. Like it, it'll be okay. They'll do numbers. Like I'll do I'll numbers. Like it'll be. It'll be. Brian, okay. what does no cap mean? I have no idea what that means. Oh I hear God. it all the time. Dude, like I'm almost I'm, forty. What do you expect? I have no idea what no cap. Like it means like I'm not lying. Like it means okay. like dead ass. Like, like for no real. cap. Like, like cap is like if you're like joking about something. Okay. Like, like no cap. Like we getting wasty and rachi this okay. week. Yeah. So that's that's a true statement then. <laughs> yeah. Let's uh, bring this off air, boys. There we go. All, all right. right. Any uh, all right, Andy. Uh, any closing remarks before we get out of here? Uh, nope. Nope. None at all. Um. This is a pleasure as always. I'm super excited to see you guys. Genuinely, I'm so excited for this weekend. It's yes. going to be so much fun. Um, so it was a blast. Thanks for having me on, guys. There we go. Kersher, uh, anything to say before we get out of here? Nope. Okay. <laughs> Steve, All right. anything? No, that's it. Uh, tomorrow right. night, we got our show with Pamela Maldonado. We'll break down the rest of the betting card and uh, close out PGA Championship week. Yeah, come see us. Uh, come see us in Rochester if you guys are there. Have some beers and uh, and hang out. And Andy's not allowed to take part in the uh, long drive contest because I know how long he hits it. So uh, whatever he hits doesn't qualify as the winner. But other than that, come up and uh, hit some balls, hang out. I guarantee. And- I'm just gonna say it right now. I guarantee my girlfriend can hit it longer than all of you guys. Oh, listen, dude. I have no doubt about it. What I'm are five- you? Two hundred these days? Two fifteen with the driver? Who BK? You me? Fuck you, dude. I'm like, fuck, I, dude, I had a, like average, like, like 255, 270, something like oh, that. Oh, okay. That is, that's legit. Yeah, that's I'm only about like 235, probably 235, 240. And I'm 5'8. I got a tiny little John Rom backswing, but I grew up fucking playing baseball and uh, I throw my, my gut as leverage and it works. <laughs> All right, then. All right, Capra, get us out of here. All right. Yep, that's it. You guys know where to find Steve uh, on our Discord channel. Uh, you can find me on Twitter uh, lurking at Boston underscore Capra. Other than that, fucking major championship week, baby. Let's fucking go.